Ultron one big planet full of robots or maybe Thanos does rewrite the universe after Endgame like he was trying to do and he doesn't get wiped out so we see what that world looks like the events of WandaVision are going to set up Scarlet Witch as a villain the big bad of this is Doctor Doom Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is Rogue Theory. I'm Eric Voss filling in again for Philip Molina. He'll be back soon, trust me. Today, folks, we are maddeningly multiplying multiverses like some real maniacs. Uh, going rogue remotely today <laughs> are Sam Basher. Welcome back, Hello. bud. Yay. Thank you for having me. I dressed up for the occasion. I'm happy to yes, be here. So oh, cool. shush. You were already wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are his pajamas. <laughs> also with us today, Marina Mad. Astros. Hi! Hi! And our good friend, off-screen producer, Zach Huddleston. Uh, thank you. In honor of you, Eric, I'm cracking open a Bang Energy drink, a little peach mango for your Ooh. morning. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't know we were celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> or, or selling anything at the moment. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Folks, uh, you may have seen last week, it just got delayed again to March 2022, which is weird. It's a month after Thor 4 which is staying put. It actually moved a week earlier in February 2022. It sounds like Marvel just wants to give themselves as much time as possible to figure out the exact concept and look and texture of the multiverse. They don't want to screw it up. And they actually announced they're going to bring in Sam Raimi's longtime production designer, Robert Stromberg, bringing in the big guns. Now, we have seen some unused art and footage, including Doctor Strange in an alternate blue cape and wearing um, Iron Man's armor and an Infinity War set photo that just came out. And recently, we learned that Disneyland's Avengers Campus is actually going to feature Doctor Strange explaining the multiverse. It sounds like the multiverse is a very big deal. They want to give themselves all the time in the world to figure it out. So I want you guys to pitch me your exact theory for what the multiverse of madness is exactly. Like, what is Doctor Strange's big threat in the sequel? How's he going to go about trying to handle it? But really, why is the multiverse so mad? May I? Go for it. All right, so uh, buckle up, because this is a wild ride. We're going through the multiverse, and it's filled with madness. First off, (laughs) I think we've heard this with a couple theories now, that after you're getting so many snaps happening in one universe, you're going to have ramifications. It's just, that's basic math. We were taught that in elementary school. (laughs) My pitch is that we go... Like, we saw Dormammu, a cosmic universe-ending threat in the first Doctor Strange. Let's keep the ball rolling. I know Baron Mordo was, like, teased, but let's go big. Classic Doctor Strange villain showed up in Doctor Strange, er, in Strange Adventures uh, number five, Shumagorath. Big Cthulhu-like oh. giant eye monster coming to eat your world. <laughs> Hide your kids, hide your wife. Old reference. <laughs> really dated reference. No, I think that's good. I think that's good. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So he's coming. He's coming to gobble up dimensions. Things are bad. Uh, and we know that since he's aiming to come to our dimension, he's probably been to other dimensions before. Doctor Strange, he's got cosmic awareness. He's got a sense that uh, something's afoot, something's bad. So he's going to need help balancing reality or having the help of someone who has control over reality and that's kind of usually how we view scarlet witch's powers that she has uh domain over probability and she's able to kind of manipulate that manipulate that in the comics and i would like to see more of that in this movie as well as her tapping more into her magical side she is a witch we've never seen her do that she just like picked rocks up and hypnotized people so i think that she's (laughs) going to be enlisted by dr strange to traverse the multiverse to find a way to stop shumagorath from coming to our dimension and i think that since with the 
Infinity Stones are no longer being used and her powers were activated by the stones, she will be like his compass or guide through the multiverse or like the power that he taps into to use it because he doesn't have the time stone anymore. doesn't have any of those tools. Um, and I think, because you also asked us to kind of pitch like what it would look like. I think it'd yeah. be a merger between the Sparkle Show with the portals and them going through it as well as like her red energy. So kind of uh, the doorway opens via his sparkle show, but she's more of like a balancing act. Like, you know, she also uses her ability, like I said, with um, kind of manipulating people's minds, bringing out their worst nightmares. Uh, maybe with that ability, she's also able to kind of weed through all the craziness and the madness that is the multiverse um, and, and kind of just gives them clarity so they're able to visit different universes. And then that's how we start seeing the blue suited Doctor Strange. We're getting real creative here with our universes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, start, we start seeing him in the Mark 50 uh, Iron Man armor because why not? It's going to look cool. It's always cool when you get magic and tech mixing together. You yeah. could see Disneyland. Also, I always love the whole thing when we see like cartoon universe or Muppet universe ah, sure. or like Star Wars <laughs> universe. Why not? Go big. Go. Why not? Hey, go have some fun here. Um, and also... <laughs> I love when we get to go to like bad news bears universes, like things went just uh, uh, totally, totally bad. Like we see Ultron. Exactly. <laughs> bad news. Walter Matthau trying to rally a team of uh, baseball players together to, yeah. to beat the Yankees. We're all, we're all familiar. That's exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what we want from these movies. But I'm thinking like Ultron one big planet full of robots. Nobody wants that. Or yeah. maybe They're, Thanos oh. does rewrite the universe after Endgame like he was trying to do, and he doesn't get wiped out. So we see yeah. what that world looks like. Anyways, just pitching that. I but, love uh, that nightmare dimensions, and you see each dimension to see if, like, Red Skull won. And yeah. if uh, Dormammu won. Yeah, like, each uh, nightmare flavor is great. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to see that and maybe bring Dormammu back. If we're going through the multiverse, we saw the multiverse of Doctor Strange 1. He was a big feature in it. He's like a roadside attraction. We're going to have to go check in on him and see how it's mm-hmm. going. With uh, Kaecilius, that's what, the, that's yeah. what Mads Mikkelsen, yeah. that's what he his role was wasted on. Yeah, it was Kaecilius. Yeah, know, um, so but, cool. oh, but, the, but the big thing I want to see in this is Wanda utilizing magic specifically. We know that she's a powerhouse. We know that she can... Uh, do uh, move mountains with her brain, sure. uh, and but I want to see her like start casting spells. I want to see them go up against like uh, interdimensional threats or extraterrestrial threats, and she they're able to work together and kind of expand upon the magical elements of the MCU beyond just like Mandela flowers on shields or like <laughs> la- or like little spears flying out. You know, like, I want to see it get really creative in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Sam, that sounds like a fantastic theory. And I love the idea of uh, mixing Doctor Strange's magic with Wanda's magic in a way that seems like mutually compatible with each other so that all magic seems like clear that we know when magic's being used in the MCU. And uh, the idea that like uh, her, you know, sorcery will be an internal battle in WandaVision turning into this external battle in uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness sounds like a very interesting evolution for her character. And yeah, any way we can bring back these MCU villains in ways that justify maybe their missteps <laughs> in the past and the way they've been displayed is good on in my book. <laughs> and for that, you get two rogies, Sparkle Bucks, that two. are faxing your way right oh now. Oh my goodness. Oh, they, I get my fax machines on the floor. Excuse me. <laughs> they reached out. Oh, well, this is sweet. You sent me a Luigi hat. Oh, <laughs> and I guess it, I, you got to tell me what. Two? 
Uh, you gotta tell me what the theme is with this one. I got a, the the vinyl of Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. Oh. He says, "Is this a favorite of yours? I appreciate it." <laughs> oh, and how uh, thematically appropriate is this the real life or is it just fantasy? Oh. We don't know what reality we're living in. Oh my god! Very good. <laughs> I give so you a sparkle, a buck, a Stanley <laughs> nickel, a shoot buck. <laughs> oh, Sam, you don't, you have flash uh, speed force powers. You don't know what that did to me. He just put it up his butt. <laughs> I'll never recover. Okay, so who's next with this Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness theory? I actually got help with this theory um, from my friend Frank, who has been on the show before. You guys might remember yeah, him. I remember Frank Moran. Yeah, yeah great yeah. dude. Yeah, Frank, at uh, Happy Go Jackie, if you want to uh, thank him on Twitter, or be like, <laughs> you supplied Marina's theory. But I did tweak it a little bit. Um, so uh, basically the plot of Doctor Strange 2 is that Wanda has her show, right? And Mm -hmm. she is discovering her powers and she realizes that they're too much and she needs help controlling them. So she, beginning of Doctor Strange, boom, Wanda shows up going, hey, I need your help. She's tapped into these powers that she's not sure how to handle. And that's how things start rolling. But Doctor Strange is dealing with the ramifications of everything that happened in Endgame. Which is a lot. I mean, he went through and saw, you know, 14 million or billion, whatever, uh, universes and possibilities and timelines. So he's a little off his game. Sure. Yep. And the big bad of this is Doctor Doom. Because he Mm. needs... So Doctor Strange doesn't know that Doctor Doom is bad yet. He's just a scientist who also uses magic, just Mm -hmm. like him. So he goes to him for help because he's tired. He's exhausted. He just like, and also he's humbled right by this point. So he's going to him genuinely for help um, with Wanda. And Dr. Doom is like, yeah, cool. Like I'll help you figure out like the multiverse and I'll help you figure out her powers. But the reason that he's actually doing it is to bring back his mother from Mephisto. Oh, interesting. So Mephisto has his mother uh in hell or wherever you want to call it and uh because he's a demon and so dr doom is telling them that he's on their side they think he's a good character but really he's doing it for his own reasons so the only way to stop mephisto and dr doom and get control of everything is to release a huge amount of power and only wanda has that power but she's not in control of it yet so she starts just releasing her power to to stop this demon and this doctor and this villain. And we're going through her mind. She's controlling everything. And it's just boom, 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 boom. Switching, switching. And it's totally out of control. And the only way that Doctor Strange can stop her. She's not meaning to be bad. But she's out of control. Is by putting her in her own dimension. In her own entire universe. In this Ooh. multiverse. So he locks her in her own thing. Gets control of everything. He keeps her uh, in control until she calms down or whatever. Puts the villains in their place. Movie ends. Great. post credit scene. Okay. Because Doctor Strange broke this rule, he's f***ed up this universe somehow. There's a crack. And that's how we see the Fantastic Four come into our universe through this crack that Doctor Strange has created they were off in this other universe and then cut to black and everyone's like we need the next movie ah oh and also for the disneyland thing there's <laughs> this more is long. this is long. <laughs> long sorry sorry um in this movie in dr strange 2 when they're going cutting through all these uh universes 
One of them is just Disneyland. Oh, and they perfect. Just <laughs> land in Disneyland, and he's like, huh. And then when you go to actual Disneyland, uh, where he shows up to like host the little like tour or whatever is where they landed in the actual movie. Oh, I love that. Like that. Yeah, but they're just like eating churros or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Uh, I love this, and I love the idea of uh, Doctor Doom. Uh, tying into the story uh, because yeah it seems like this is a natural entry point for Victor Von Doom and yeah. the idea that he could be like this kind of kingpin figure who's scanning the multiverse trying to find one where his uh, loved one is still alive or still safe so like it, it gives him like a sympathetic drive to uh, but also like you can understand why he's trying to exploit this mission for his own personal needs he's not a monster yet but he will be by the end of the movie we'll see how like he gets a bad there person. Yeah. very nice so Marina for your theory I'm going to award you one sparkle rogi buck Ooh. wow he turned into a highlighter whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> see on your end the sparkle bucks transform into whatever your heart desires yep <laughs> which Marina has some um, paperwork she's gotta do I guess yeah I mean, <laughs> uh, Zach. My theory is based on the MCU Phase 4 timeline. The events of WandaVision, maybe leaking through Loki and some of the other MCU movies that come before it, are going to set up Scarlet Witch as a villain. Okay? Ooh. In the WandaVision Ooh. series, we see her brilliant, powerful mind kind of break, right? Maybe some shades of the House of M storyline from comics. Who knows? Maybe we even get like kind of a false resolution. And by the end of that limited series, oh, she's gone nuts, but they're able to rein her back in. And maybe, you know, the ghost of vision calms her down or something like that. Maybe she's even put into some kind of like uh, stealing off of um, Marina's theory there. Maybe she even kind of goes off, puts herself into her like little mm, coma okay. multiverse or whatever. Ooh, right. Okay. Um, and she kind of awakens in multiverse of madness. And this is, Boom, it's Doctor Strange versus Scarlet wow. Witch. Right? Oh, wow. And so I think, like, Doctor Strange is going to be tasked with, like, trying to stop Scarlet Witch on whatever kind of insane path. Maybe she's being manipulated by, like, some very dark forces that realize how powerful she is, and that's only making her worse, right? And Doctor Strange has to, like, hop through multiverses to try to get some kind of MacGuffin or chase her down or stop all the damage she's doing. Um, and, and, and I like, I, I'm, uh, stealing this a little bit from previous theories too. Like you mentioned, like, what does this look like? I think like Dr. Strange keeps opening his portals and, you know, Scarlet Witch keeps doing her bewitched, you know, nose wiggle or whatever. Right. And like those two visual motifs kind of collide. Right. And so like the second, you know, Dr. Strange has opened up a portal and walked into a new multiverse. Boom. You know, something happens and the whole thing turns oh. black and white or something like that, oh, right? Cool. Or like, you yeah. know, Scarlet Witch is transported and then, you know, uh, in walks Doctor Strange and they're kind of chasing each other using these visual motifs. Because I think like nobody can use that kind of almost cartoonish visual visuals better than Sam Raimi. My second favorite Sam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, and so uh, 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 Sam Wilson, of course, being my first favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <okay>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam, you, you've made the top 10 Sams. Um, uh, yeah. And so I think like he's able to use that, you know, we get, I'm not saying the whole movie will be like this, but you know, we're going to get just an awesome 10 minute montage kind of like yeah. Marina and Sam have hinted at of just like going through wacky, crazy. It can even be like, those old school like Marx Brothers bits with the, you know, a bunch of doors oh, in the yeah. hallway and people coming in and out of the doors, 
but it's multiverses, you know, and they're chasing each other and somebody's coming in the wrong way and all this kind of stuff. Um, I think that's what it's going to be like. I also wonder something none of us have touched on. Kevin Feige hinted that this movie is going to be an opportunity to introduce darker elements into the MCU, mm. like a blade, you know, Dracula, Ghost Rider, that kind of stuff. And none of our theories are really hitting on that. And I think we might be missing out on something. I just don't know how you balance, like, you know, though Blade is dealing with supernatural stuff, he's like a ground level dude. He's not like traveling in space or through multiple dimensions for the most part. He's like, you know, stabbing vampires in sewers and stuff like that. So I don't know how you combine these worlds. I do think Sam Raimi will figure out a way. And it might not be to like a post credit scene where just like after we've gone all over the galaxy and all through the multiverses, you know, Doctor Strange is just like getting out of a cab in New York City and like up from the sewer grate, you know, peeks some like red vampire eyes or something like that. I, I don't know how it's going to work, but there there will be a little bit of that kind of ghost and goblin spice in this movie, too. Oh my god! I just got so excited by that idea. <laughs> oh my god! Blade, I need Blade. I need Blade. Yeah. Need Blade. What if he was like a Ghostbuster? Like, what's Doctor Strange been doing in between? Has he been like saving the universe? Like, no, he's got like he like gets werewolves out of like basements or whatever. Like, yeah, he, gets, yeah. he gets hell yeah different Draculas out. Like, you, you could. Uh, Marvel's got plenty of those characters. He like yeah. fights Frankenstein's. You guys get it. Yeah, It'd be absolutely. Cool. Uh, ready. Zach, for reminding us that Blade is coming in this universe, yes! <laughs> and for recognizing that uh, Scarlet Witch is totally set up to be a villain. If you consider uh, WandaVision being an adaptation of House of M, in which she's an accidental villain, she doesn't realize her, what her psionic powers are doing, and this being like a vengeful spirit who's mad that she doesn't have her kids anymore, or her love vision, that yeah, she would be a freaking villain, and it would require the Sorcerer Supreme to take her down. For those two points, you get two rogies burger box my friend those, <laughs> those transform into a uh, birthday cake bash uh, bang energy drink and a Ooh. black cherry vanilla and bang energy drink you know I love that flavor black cherry vanilla and bang the four <laughs> okay everybody give me back your theories in a tweet okay so yeah a tweet version of mine is Shumagorath's invading earth Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch team up to explore the multiverse for uh, perfect pest control to take out a Cthulhu monster. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. What that's gonna take like an episode of Reply All to like break down what that's meaning. <laughs> <laughs> so what are these different elements? Oh, okay, I got it. Love it. Our favorite witch becomes our least favorite villain. Doctor Strange two multiverse of badness <laughs> very good Whoa. boom you looking for very that very good <laughs> i am uh wanda and strange like whoa <laughs> against victor von doom and mephisto for doom's mom's soul is that uh meant to have a musical melody to it <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like someone uh, trying to read along the lyrics in their church hymnal, but they don't know the melody of the song. Like, so, oh, no, they're off key. <laughs> Yay. All right, folks. Every week we play a game of Rogue Theory with our patrons on the New Rockstars Discord server. This week we had three selected patrons pitch their plot for the upcoming Venom 2 film, Let There Be Carnage. And uh, our Discord users, Kachiti and AJ7787, both had really, really great theories, but the winner 
was Brim. Brim's theory had a lot of elements from the 90s comics run of maximum carnage, while also crossing over with Morbius and Ant-Man, some other Sony Spider-Verse characters. Uh, basically, the idea was like they brought in uh, Matt Gargan to um, let out a pulse to cause an earthquake in San Francisco, and that earthquake allows uh, Carnage to escape from San Quentin. He brings in Shriek, like in the Maximum Carnage storyline. There's a uh, an ending that ties in the XCON van, uh, and then a post-credit scene that involves um, uh, Eddie getting an email from uh, like at JJ at uh, DailyBeagle.net asking him for a job. <laughs> Some uh, a lot of great fan service and world building here. But what do you guys think about this idea? I I love a good like why not in your fan theory plot ignore like copyright ownership oh, yeah. and like <laughs> <laughs> just include the things you want. Don't worry about who owns what rights. You know I yeah. love it. Because within a couple years, Disney's going to own everything anyway. Oh. Amen. Couple months. <laughs> Buy me out, please. Yeah, really. Okay, uh, well, let's move on to our second topic. Um, we're going to talk about drafting our Avengers. So you may have seen this this week. Entertainment Weekly made some wave on Twitter when they uh, put out a list of all the MCU characters with dollar values attached to them so and then dumb. challenged all of us to draft <laughs> our own Avengers using a total of $15, probably inspired by the NFL draft, which was also happening at the same time. Uh, you know, sports also happen in, in our oh. universe. <laughs> <laughs> News to me. Uh, lots of people are arguing over the values assigned to the heroes to begin with. They're like, are they really worth $3? That's not necessarily fair. Uh, but uh, we can get into that. I want to know from you guys. Go Rogue, tell me, uh, what would your $15 Avengers draft look like? I mean, mine's basically God tier, if I may just kick it off here. Uh, there's like... No way anyone's going to beat this team. Thanos? Yeah, more like... No. Uh, it, no. <laughs> You're so close. I had a full uh, little tiny baby stroke there. Thanos, more like bad, 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 no. <laughs> more it's like hard, right? more hard. like boo nose there we go nailed it landed the plane uh yep. <laughs> inverted the bird landed the plane uh so first up uh easy just uh, and you guys would understand that this makes sense for four dollars ant-man because he not only is regular size but he could be small and big did you see how he was just stomping on whales during that fight at the end of endgame Psh. All right, <laughs> nice try. Yeah, no one's gonna beat that. Next, Groot, because he could, uh, oh. may, he can get. Uh, we haven't gotten here yet, but we know he's gonna become like super size, right? He was really tiny. He was adult size, and there's no way we're not gonna get like massive sequoia like giant Groot stomping oh. on MFers. So I'm really excited about that. Next, you gotta do Scarlet Witch. We were talking about her before. She warps reality. I think that's uh, that makes sense. Self-explanatory. For one dollar vision. I get that he might not be everybody's favorite, but like, <laughs> I I understand. And he's kind of dead now, but we don't know what that means. But like, he phases through walls. He's super strong. He flies. He's got a laser in his head for some inexplicable reason. And uh, and his voice by Paul Bettany. So he's already got like the British Tom, like Tombra in his voice, the accent. Um, and to finish out the team, we got Thor. I'd rather have Fat Thor, Chubby Thor, Thick Thor. Uh, just because he's, I, I, I personally enjoyed him more. Now he's got an axe instead of just a regular old boring hammer that you can't even cut stuff with. So you've got God tier Thor, literal king of Asgard. Now you got Vision for one god dang dollar. <laughs> I wanted to actually get like fifteen visions, and then no one's gonna yeah. beat me. But I guess if we're not gonna do bargain. that. It's just a bargain. It's just a bargain. Uh, Scarlet Witch makes sense teaming up. 
Ant-Man because you want to have the biggest guys you can possibly have on your team. The biggest they are, the the harder they fall is what the saying is, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, and then Groot, because I want to see him, like, I want to see, like, adult-sized Groot again. I want to see baby-sized Groot again. Sometimes in comics, he can, like, t- like cut off his arm and it becomes a little baby Groot and that runs off. So it's like a little, like, drone. So he can have, like, a bunch of those. There's, like, a lot of elements here that gets really, it gets really creative when you get into the fighting scenarios. And that's what I'm excited to see. Also, just, like, I mean, you guys can go, but, like, that's, like, the perfect roster, so. That's great. That's great. And also, a steal. Sam, for recognizing Groot and Ant-Man's true potential, these guys are too overlooked in the MCU, in my opinion. And if you saw that endgame final battle, those guys were wrecking shit. You're totally right. Uh, But I would give you another one if you didn't include Vision, because you know my feelings (laughs) on Vision. Uh, You get one rogie buck for your draft picks. I appreciate it. Okay, sorry. Fax me scenes down here. It's coming out. Oh, wow. You splurged for this one. Is this a Nintendo Switch? That's sweet. And Animal Crossing New Horizon with a whole island set up? Thank you so much. That was very sweet of you to do all that work. It was your own heart. It was in you the whole time, God of Thunder. (laughs) Thank Uh, you. Different universe because you're Flash, not that bad. Whatever. Uh, Who's next with their draft picks? Okay, I'll I'll go next. And I I had a lot of different routes I could have gone here. You know, I'm a... A true Moneyball uh, Avengers drafter. Okay, I'm looking for value, all right? Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> Who bats the and, most RBIs. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And so I was like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, obviously Vision is a steal. I think Scarlet Witch is is undervalued. For some reason, Happy is cost yeah. $2. What? Vision costs one. Like, Happy, who literally just drives and, like, runs away from explosions, and as we saw in, in Iron Man uh, 3, makes terrible management decisions sometimes. <laughs> but, um, so what I ended up settling on is, like, a new version of the classic lineup, right? Oh, so okay. instead of Cap, we do Bucky, only cost $1. Instead of um, Iron Man, we do War Machine, also $1, right? Instead of Hulk, I went Drax. Only because he's another green guy. He's strong. <laughs> you know, he's kind of like his brain works at a different level than everybody else. He's not bringing what Smart Hulk is bringing. But, you know, he's still like he's shirtless. He's bringing that to the party. Yeah. Okay. Um, instead of Black Widow, I just stretch a little bit here. But Falcon, you know, a fellow military spy type person who's also not physically enhanced except for with weapons and stuff like that. So, and, and then um, your favorite, Eric, instead of Thor, I went Vision, only because they're both like kind of godlike, you know, they've got lightning or laser powers, and Vision only costs a dollar. So I've replaced the original five Avengers, and I've only spent $6, and that remaining $9, I'm going to invest, okay, and then maybe by <laughs> phase five or phase six of the MCU, you know, I might have upwards of $12, <laughs> He's gonna invest it. You're gonna say the- that's, that's right. right. You know you that's watch something. It, watch it grow. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of these smaller franchises want to spend all their budget on draft picks. So sometimes there's other ways to spend that money. Yeah, you know, uh, put some new seats in the stadium. If you're running the Jacksonville Jaguars, you can build some swimming pools. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> brought, mm-hmm. us, brought us back Plus- to the brink, Shotgun. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Plus, as you know, if Tommy Bechtel were here, he could fill us in on how the Buffalo Bills did in the draft. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, one thing is, yeah, you don't want to use all your money in the draft because you got to save that money for free agents. And I got a feeling there's going to be some good MCU free agents coming down the pipeline. A Wolverine, a Reed Richards. Sure. Hell huh? yeah. 
Yeah, the best is yet to come, Zach. Uh, and you would probably get uh, maybe three rogies, but because you specifically didn't learn the lesson from what I just told Sam, vision is priced at one dollar for a reason. Not interested. <laughs> you get one rogie buck, my friend. Oh, look, just one. Oh, you said he almost got three, and you knocked it down to one. <laughs> he would have had three, but he specifically didn't listen. I told you, Sam. He had a chance to make a change, and he didn't. <laughs> also, wow. worth worth pointing out, Happy Hogan's on here, and Captain Marvel is nowhere to be seen yeah. on this whole list. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. Yeah, people just like yeah. that, bro. I think I think somebody like somebody tweeted that and somebody responded like, "Oh, because Captain Marvel would have been sixteen dollars by herself or something like that." Mm. Sure, I don't All know. Right. I think it's more uh, uh, an oversight. But um, sorry, I, I didn't want to skip over it, Eric. That that buck turned into a cotton candy bang. And it just, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Uh, Marina, what is your draft pick? Okay, great. Um, first of all, I learned my lesson a long time ago, and Vision is nowhere near my lineup. <laughs> and for that, you get one rogie off the bat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, and also, uh, my lineup is all women and people of color. So, I'm starting off with, of course, Scar- Scarlet Witch, uh, for $2, which is just a steal, and also she is uh, insanely powerful, uh, and I don't even think that we've seen the limits of her power yet, so obviously I want her. I want Gamora, who is, uh, per Thanos' words, the fiercest woman in the galaxy, and uh, Black Panther, of course, um, who costs $4, but is well worth it. Yeah. And uh, Wasp, because she can do everything Ant-Man can do, but she has better judgment. And, <laughs> and she can fly. Judgment to just and, put wings on your yeah. suit. Yeah, and yeah. she can fly. Yeah. And, uh, and a cleaner criminal record, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's literally better in every way. Uh, and I also have Nebula for two, at, who also is a steal at two. She's like such a warrior, very smart, and also uh, now has a moral compass. And then War Machine, who is basically Iron Man because he has Iron Man's suit. Uh, and he's been practicing long enough so that he can really use it to its full potential because the only thing that was holding him back before was he had just landed in the thing, but now he has experience. So this is, like, straight up the best of every possible angle. So I'm ready for my rogies. I'm ready for my (laughs) glitter... My glitter, uh, what are you calling them? Sparkle sheets? I, the name changes every time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marina, that lineup sounds great, you know, and there's like each one of the people, I would say, earned their spot there. Totally. Like the Chala's the king of like the best nation on earth. Like yep. War Machine, the poor guy, when everyone's been announcing these uh, phase four lineups, people are like, uh, I guess Don Cheadle doesn't have work. I hope he invested his money well because this guy's like been awesome and he doesn't have a specific yeah. movie uh, ready for him. Hopefully he shows up in, like, Captain Marvel 2 or something like that. Uh, but you get an additional rogie for that uh, lineup because, uh, yeah, I would definitely go see that movie. Great. It turned into a little pride flag. Yeah. I also Yay. like, Marina, people of color takes on new meaning when there are green and blue characters. That's <laughs> that I, double. Almost incru- I almost included Groot for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I he's, figured... he's extremely racist and sexist. <laughs> <laughs> don't he's translate terrible. what he is saying. Yeah, don't terrible yeah. person. Yeah, Yes. <laughs> um, all right, uh, give me back your uh, drafts with a tweet. I guess you could just name your picks or just sum it up in your theme. Um, 
save your money, buy cheap Avengers. <laughs> Hashtag money <bargain>. ball. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, women and POC for me. <laughs> All right. Great. Vision is little king emoji. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm fighting the power. <laughs> I'm understanding the game it. now. <laughs> In my rage, no one gets an extra rogie from your yeah. tweets. No one does. Uh, but folks, it is now time for rogue questions. Yay. We're surfing. We I don't know what we're doing. Okay, rogue question number one. Endgame writers Marcus McFeely covered up for a plot hole in a watch along by saying that the gauntlet Thanos puts on at the end of the Age of Ultron post credit scene was a practice gauntlet for the one that he had to eventually wear in Infinity War and Endgame. What is a good reason for someone to have a practice gauntlet? You know, I don't know about you guys, but when I first learned to snap, I did it with these two fingers. Can anybody? Oh I don't know. So maybe like Thanos, you know, really? he's an alien. He grew Wait, up somewhere Zach, else. Is that true? Yeah. Can't do it when in I was the a little kid, I snapped using these <laughs> fingers. Zach! Um, so maybe he had to practice. He he didn't know how to do this snap either. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, I can't believe that's true. <laughs> that's. I guess it works, but it, I don't know. Zach's going to no, have earlier Zach, carpal tunnel than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Zach, somebody was, somebody was messing with you as a kid. They were like, this is how you snap, Zach. And you were that's like, right. okay. <laughs> No, Zach, I'm in your corner. I snap that way. I snap with all the fingers. I can snap with all the fingers. I didn't have a lot of talents as a kid. I can't play instruments. I'm not good at running. I can't do uh, backflips. So I figured out how to snap all my fingers. Wait, Sam, did someone tell you that being able to do a backflip is something that everyone should know? Every cool kid. Did you watch any Disney Channel original movies? They were all doing backflips. That's right. Brink was doing constant backflips. Sam was just bullied by the Navarro cheerleaders growing up. Yeah. Ruthless. (laughs) Okay. I mean, this is easy, right? Like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid and I was given a nice piece of clothing, like dress shoes, like a pair of slacks, Mm. or like a button-up shirt like just think anything you'd wear to a funeral um but it was uh i my parents would be like don't get anything on it don't mm. scuff them up uh-huh. and then i'd still go out and play soccer and i get like get like smuts or I'd, I'd scuff up my shoes and then like my my parents would be furious now i'm just guessing this is a classic scenario he put on the glove he went out and he started playing like playstation or he was playing ball with his boys and he just scuffed it up and it didn't look good. And we know when it comes to Thanos, it's all about presentation. He knows his speeches. He knows his looks. It's always been big gold tees of some sort. And you think he's going to go into a battle and have it all be all like scuffed up? Mm-mm. Nah, he's going to, if he's going to murder a bunch of people, he's going to look good doing it. I love the idea of Thanos like checking himself out in a mirror with his glove and being like, oh, this won't do. (laughs) Glad I got another one. (laughs) Yeah, that's the Thanos we know. (laughs) And Uh, also maybe the Eternals came in, you know, like they shamed him a little bit. They're like, you ruined this. We got church on Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Mine is simple. He just had to figure out if he could fit it into his purse. (laughs) <laughs> yes, Thanos' is little-known purse. <laughs> yeah, that's Can right. Can I get it in there? And then the he has Thanos to clutch. carry the bag. Yes, yeah. the Infinity Clutch. Yeah. Oh, that's that's Thank great. You. Thank you. Dang it. Uh, I'm not going to make that joke. Uh, number two, uh, <laughs> Disney announced Rise of Skywalker will hit Disney Plus in time for Star Wars on May the 4th. How will you watch it differently at home than you would in the theater? Uh, I'm I'm gonna watch it on mute, but with the closed captions on. 
so that I can scream whenever I want, where's Rose? <laughs> Where is she? And then that's it. Yeah. And then your neighbors will think like, oh, we're watching uh, Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> where's yeah. Rose? Where are I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it the exact same way I watched in the theater. No pants. <laughs> Has your court date come up yet, Zach? <laughs> delayed due to Corona. <laughs> Everything's been delayed. Uh, I'm gonna watch it uh, with fresh eyes because I still have not seen that bad boy. It just slipped oh, wow. right by me. Wow. I was seeing. I know. Hey, I'll take the heat. I've seen Cats <laughs> twice, and I've seen Rise of Skywalker, a total of goose egg. And I've made a re- I've made good decisions. Those are good decisions. You know what? If you've seen Cats twice, you can do whatever you want. That's right. Free pass. Power God mode. Yeah. yeah. God bless you. God bless you. All right. On to our third one. Michael Jackson's nephew did an interview this week where he repeated a story that Stan Lee had mentioned years ago that in the mid-90s, Michael Jackson was in talks to buy Marvel with the specific motivation being that he wanted to play Spider-Man in a movie. Ooh, dodge the bullet. <laughs> what iconic musician would have been great to see as an MCU character, and can you give it to me in the form of an impression of that actor singing in character? Um, okay, it's not singing, but this is um, a scene. It's Cardi B. <laughs> as Shuri, trying to mm. remove the Mind Stone from Vision. Okay? Okay. Yo, leave me the alone. I'm trying to do like science and shit. I'm trying to do like let me do these neurons. Okay, I'm gonna move the neurons, but you all up in my ass. Hold on. I'm trying to do like science. <laughs> all right, lovely, lovely. Uh, I bleep it. Who's next? I was real nervous about this one just because impressions and singing are not my strong suit, but I will be performing today um, (laughs) Captain Marvel as Billie Eilish. (laughs) Where are you going? I'm just going to go kill Thanos. I can't do more for everyone's sake, (laughs) but you get the gist. That's very funny. Also, just putting it out there, I think she'd be a good Gwen Stacy if they wanted to do Spider-Gwen in real life because she's got the hair. I think it'd be good. Just putting it out there. Continue. Yeah. She has a tough well, energy too. Like you could believe yeah. her kicking some butt. Uh-huh. Okay, mine is gonna be uh keeping the theme here of uh female uh musicians. And yeah. this is gonna be in a rebooted gender swapped Fantastic Four, Miss yeah. Lauren Hill playing that thing, that <laughs> thing, that <laughs> thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. We love it. a pun. We love a pun. To love it. It's a long way to go for a dumb pun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than mine. All right, we well, got uh, there. We got there. What are our final scores of rogies out there? Uh, I have two. I think I've got three big energy drinks, which is <laughs> is like an afternoon for Eric Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. I I have the I got a Nintendo Switch, Bohemian Rhapsody vinyl, and a Luigi hat. You oh, I see. So three. Well, Sam, uh, with that um, ASMR that's going to give me something later to Infinity <laughs> Clutch, I give you a, another Sparkle Rogie Buck. Oh, my That makes goodness. you today's winner. Yay. Thank you. I mean, should I show what it came through as? Yes, through please. the fax machine? Is that 
an open can of seltzer. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. And it's still cold. I love mm. how Sam, I think for the most part, has ha- used his fingers to cover up certain logos. Yeah, as if yeah, this yeah. is like my best. This is a cool product placement. Thank you. Uh, well, Sam, as the winner of today's episode, you are rewarded a, a wish that you get to bequeath upon uh, your other two uh, co-hosts. So uh, what would you like them to do for you today? All right. So as a group, I would like all of us, I'll participate too. We're all in this boat together, just like this quarantine. I want to sing, all of us, the Office theme song. Now, those are just beats and tones and whatnot. Uh I just want to do it all together. Here, I'll do it first, and then we can just join in whenever you want. I love it. Okay. Okay. I can't remember it. Five, six, seven, eight. The delay is making this real hard. I'm playing so I'm just saying ding. What is happening on Zach's camera? Sorry, my my camera was falling down. My I'm I'm still shooting, even though my zoom is now covered up. Okay, <laughs> okay. Zach's It'll be a hot stuff. mess. Editor John, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an ending if you John wants it. Perfect. Nailed it. Great. Well, that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thanks again to all of our guests. Uh, Sam Basher, our winner of today. Uh, Marina Mastros, thank you for joining us as well. And of course, off-screen producer Zach Huddleston. You guys are all cherished in my heart. <laughs> and it's so great to see your faces. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Rogue Theory Podcast Feed. And stay tuned for the YouTube channel for this and other shows. Follow me at EA Voss and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New Rockstars. Uh, thank you for joining us. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>